Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. Me legal counsel. Wake up in the morning after the weekend to get an update on the NRL. My legal counsel. Hits of the weekend scandals on Monday. A story from Jack about the urinal. My legal counsel. Welcome back to Legal Counsel, coming at you live Sunday, 21st of March on a torrential rain-filled Sydney Portier afternoon. It's been raining for two weeks and there's been no respite. I think it's going to continue to rain into next week. It's affected all of the footy almost, apart from the, the Queensland game late last night. And on Friday night, we've got a game going at the moment and the Sharks have just struck but it's 12-4 to the Raiders, as always, coming to us live from Melbourne, Victoria. Caught up with them on Friday night, just after the Warriors game. Jack, how are you, mate? Yeah, good, thanks, Ree, Harry. Um, yeah, it's been interesting. I mean, one thing about uh, this week that I have to say is that, geez, the grounds are fucking good, right? Like, imagine this in the 80s. Every game, everyone would have been full of mud. Um, I mean, given the whole weather situation, the quality of football has been uh, fantastic. Is there one thing that you've seen this week, or this weekend, that you've sort of thought, fuck, it is wet? Right, no. In your day-to-day life? No. Not not in the footy. Yeah. I, I was expecting... Um, no, no, I mean, in real life, as you're walking around the eastern suburbs, like, oh, fuck, that's full, or shit, that's wet. Yeah, just your drainage situation. Um, you know, you're, yeah. you're jumping out of the car, or you're lifting your kids out of the car, and you've got to be careful that they don't get up to their knees in water. Reminds me of that time. Is that, is, that, is that full of the gutters? Oh, yeah. Reminds me of that time that, and I'm not sure if we've told this on the podcast before, but it was torrential rain. We'd just been back from Leichhardt. We were in Paddington. Um, you came up for a game of league, and me and a couple of our, um, me, yourself, a couple of other our mates, were waiting outside of Hungry Jack's on Oxford Street. It was torrential rain. And there was a long line of a taxi for a taxi, and we all looked at each other. It was a clear ESP moment. We did not even need to speak, but we ran up to the taxi at once, and we pulled this guy from behind as he was about to get into the taxi, and pulled him behind us. I think it was, um, I think it was the big testosterone-filled male of ours, male mate of ours, who lives in Mornington Peninsula, ripped him back. And he basically fell into a gutter, which was like a swimming pool. It was overflowing. And we slammed the doors because he was in front of the line. We slammed the doors and told the taxi driver to just floor it. And I'm pretty sure I didn't stop laughing for about 45 minutes afterwards. You Were you in that taxi with me? I was in the, yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember what game it was or what I was up there for or whatever. Tigers but, um, Warriors yeah, like it was one of those. in the slot. I remember that was that must be right in the middle of Sydney's uh, shutdown, you know when thing, it was hard to find a bar at like 1.30 or 2am mm, back in those days. 
There was, there was, you know, there was at least a couple of days where we we were looking in the paper to see if there was a drowning, um, but I'm pretty sure we got a lot, got out alive, <laughs> and um, that poor Irish bloke that got pulled back and went swimming in a gutter. My apologies, my heartfelt apologies. Now I'm not sure. Um, yeah, well, I am sure it wasn't me, but I was part of it, so I probably would have got um, guilty by association. Anyway, um, I'm with you. There hasn't been. There hasn't been the huge effect on footy. I think even going back to the Eels game at Bankwest, that surface is world class. Now I'm hoping to get to Bank Bankwest. You know me, I love my live league. I'm hoping to get to Bankwest sometime soon. But that surface just looks like it's indestructible, doesn't it? Uh yeah, it's it's good. Um just all all uh all grounds. There hasn't been any like water pulled water underneath the goalpost, for instance. Fuck you. Uh, are you watching the game at the moment? Yes. Your head's not in this podcast, mate. Fucking eyes up. We had a shit right. show well, last I've week. massive ulcer on my tongue where I can't even talk properly. All right. Well, I'm just going to have to carry this, okay? So I just you need a little like bit I more. carried last week. Yeah, you did. You did. Um, anyway, the Eels, quite a few people, in, like as good as the Storm were, and... Um, the Eels, what do they do round one? Let me just cast my mind back. They beat the Broncos unconvincingly. They were down 16-0. A lot of people I knew in a lot of different league forms picked the Eels, uh, even after what the Storm did last week to the Rabbitohs. It's interesting, isn't it? It's, it's the levelness of our comp. Yeah, the levelness of our comp that a lot of people are trying to slag off recently. Well, I just think, let's just, before we get into let, let's... I know where you're going with this, and you're saying a lot of people, as in me, and I'm not slagging off the comp. I'm no, slagging no, no, off no. expansion. The, the, there uh, is not enough talent in our game for expansion. Now, even the people that would be pro-expansion would know that and know that you have to invest in the game, but how the fuck are we going to fill out another squad of a rugby league team, not next year, but the year after. We're talking 2023, and fuck, I hope it's not the Brisbane Firehawks. I hope it's Redcliffe. Um, we're getting another NRL team. Now, I'm thinking, I'm wrecking my brain right now, and I cannot think of six players that aren't in the NRL right now that could come over and fill out that side and make it exciting. It's basically going to be coming from a diluted player pool anyway. I mean, the bottom four teams this year as fielding half NRL quality sides anyway. It's it's a very, um, it, it, it's, it's, yeah, looking at that expansion, I'm not sure if you get anyone more than, you know, dare I say it, a Jake Marmo, a 36-year-old Jake uh, James Maloney, Zane Tedavano, and, you know, Dean Farah. Like, this is the kind of player yeah, that you're going to be pulling agree. back, I, mate. I, I, I tend to agree. Um, I tend to agree with you on that one. I think... I mean, I'm sort of, but we do need to expand, and then we need to think about where the players come from. And they've got to come from, well, let's say New South Wales and Queensland are are sort of tapped out on the talent they can produce. Mm. Um, then you've got to start looking at New Zealand. So, like, let's be honest, New Zealand could produce way more league players. If, that, than another I Queensland. Just if one of the clubs or the, the expansion clubs set up, like, an academy mm. just in Auckland, like, What's stopping, and, and what is stopping, and, and maybe the NRL won't let this happen, what's stopping the Sharks just opening up like a 
just spending four million dollars, or they probably don't have the money, but cash borrowing four million dollars, just making this beautiful like two grounds, beautiful training facility, and call it like the Cronulla Sharks Academy. Like you would stop, you would you'd woo a lot of New Zealanders from playing Union, I reckon. Oh, so you're saying um, set it up in Auckland? Yeah, yeah. Like, why, why couldn't they just throw throw mm. some money at it? I mean, the Warriors would be up in arms in that, but. Like in a business world, learn business, that's the way you do it. Unless the NRL's got something on teams where they couldn't do that. But they do. They go and poach players. Yeah, the Warriors have no oh. jurisdiction in New Zealand, full stop. Now, you're right. If if you want to look at pure talent pool, there's, of course you should open up another team in New Zealand. Um, I, I think it's probably more than that because I'm not sure from a... Well, I mean, from a revenue perspective, TV's the main source of revenue, so... It's not just about live games, uh, live crowds at the games, but Wellington would support a good team. Um, I'm, I'm still, it doesn't matter where that team is, it's going to start off for at least the first three, four years as being pretty shit. And you just look at the Broncos, Cowboys, and even Titans, even though they won on the weekend, there's just, at best, there's two teams between those three. So they split that out into four, and yeah, they might take a few guys from the Storm, and they might get Bellamy. But all that's going to do is transfer the talent from another team. You're going to rob Peter to pay Paul. So, yep, they might be able to sell another, you know, another extra live game a week. Well, they can't actually because there's going to be a buy. So what the fuck's the NRL going to do now? There's going to be a buy. I guess there's going to be still be eight, te- eight games every week, isn't it? There's not an extra game. Never can There'll be. be nothing. And then I think New Zealand time zone wouldn't really work, would it? Oh, it might work for Sundays, but I mean, that's why WA would be amazing for... Um, mm time zone you know you'd get like a game at i don't know like at 7 30 their time would be 9 30 our time you know and that's one thing i do miss about living in new zealand is having that 9 30 p.m uh friday stop for lee mate the fuck, that's good jeez it was nice wasn't it because you you'd, it wasn't like the pub game over here where you'd have an early you know you get stuck in at six o'clock you'd actually have a night out come back early settle in at yeah. home and watch a 9 30 game there is that is just a, a nuance that the, the Australian grassroots league does not know is a 9.30 Friday night game in New Zealand, is it? Exactly. Uh, and they, But they could have it if we got a team in, uh, in, w- in Perth. So, yeah. look, the argument is I, I tend to agree with you, but I feel the players are out there, if you be a bit more innovative in attracting, attracting them, and I don't think you're going to get much more out of New South Wales and Queensland, but your pools are PNG, the Pacific Islands, New Zealand, and to a lesser extent, um, and I'll say this, you'll probably laugh at me, Victoria. Like, at the end of the day, there is quite a lot, since the sort of, Victor- the, the what do they call it, the, the amazing Victorian economic recovery of the 2000s, mm. there is a lot of Polynesians living in the city, and there is a bit of an underbelly... Uh, Leagues, league zone here, but you see, but underbelly don't. The AFL are going to fight tooth and nail to not let it get any stranglehold. You know, I think if we're talking Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, it's got to be Brisbane or the greater, you know, Queensland area. No, no, no. But I'm not saying I'm not saying the expansion team. I'm talking about just where the player base right. comes from. Right, like it's like having Brooklyn Nets in mm. the NBA. Mm. Sweet, if a players would come from Brooklyn, oh, a few do. Probably not a huge amount. 
more like downtown or New York. How many come from Toronto? Quite a few, yeah, actually. There's quite a few Canadians. Flatterone. Yeah, but were they, yeah, maybe right. Vancouver, fuck all. Mm. I think they are more T-dot. Um, I've just, in our fantasy game, I've just really just pulled away now. I've come from behind. I've got you by 30, and you're going to have to be a Nakora or Katoa try away from catching me. I, I think I might end up putting a few more points on you. Um, so you're 0-2, and, and I'm 1-1. Well, one one. well, so hang on. You're watching fantasy, but not the game. Well, I've got two things going at once, mate. I've got a score in front of me, um, yep. of which is very delayed from the NRL.com. They don't do a good live score, do they? 12 4 12 6. Who took the goal? Townsend just kept the penalty. Okay, so let's go back. So the Eels, that's a gutsy one. That's a big one over the storm. Did you see the Kafusi elbow drop? Yes. How many? many, Because he's a repeat offender. He's a repeat offender, I know. Um, I'll give him two weeks. Give him a learner's lesson. Bring in Darren Schoenig from uh, Frankston. Oh, is he the guy with the um, mullet? Yeah. Love him. But um, back to Kafusi. Now, nah, two weeks is – this was an elbow drop. This was bad. This is this is going to be four, I reckon, three or four. But, I mean, look, I don't like – but what about the drama of rugby league? Who it happened to? Oh, karma of rugby league. Boy. I mean, you're talking about unanimously in my rugby league circles – there's two guys who are the beacons, who are the just dead set, you know, moth to a flame, most hated guys in rugby league. And it's almost 1A and 1B now. And now I think Mitchell Moses had this title, runaway title. Like I've just, I, I hear Mitchell Moses and then I hear is a cunt basically is the main sentence that follows his first name. Mitchell Moses and is a cunt. Um, Ryan Madison's number 1B. And I think he's capable of taking the gong off Moses as the he most hated player in rugby league. He has in my eyes. And then you've got Hudson Young nipping on his heels now. I think your one-eyed, bitter New South Welshman would throw Cameron Smith in that sentence, but we know that's just stupid. Um, yeah, quote. We don't even entertain that. Ryan Madison's manager was shopping him around Apparently, mid-preseason, it came out last week, um, already, after leaving the Roosters for a better deal at the Tigers, he left after a season. He had a very career last year with the Eels and already shopping himself around. He's just a fucking horrible cunt, isn't he? He is, he is. He's but anyway, rotten. back to what we started on with Kafusi's elbow on him and the drama. Well, yeah, Kafusi to me... Oh, I do like it, but when I start to see that history, you are seeing that happen. So I think the, the NRL will step down on it. How many weeks? Two? It's three. It will be two. It will. It should be more. Um, he's one of the most low-key, dirty players that we've seen for a while, though, isn't it? Like a guy that you just you don't really know his rap record. Um, reminds me of Billy Slater, who was a fucking dirty player, but not many yeah. people would ever mention that. Um, Friday night's games, like the the chat about the Sydney weather and the chat about the Sydney rain was it, it was just nonstop. I was down in Victoria, caught up with you post Warriors game, and even yep. the Victorians were talking to me about the Sydney weather. It was it was on everyone's lips, and I thought this Warriors night's game could be four two or something outrageous. But 
I've yeah. said it once, I'll say it again. Gosford Surface is up there with Rabina and oh! Bank West. What are we talking? What do you mean? I'm talking Britain the Cora made a line break, busted through, and then couldn't get the ball away. Oh, that would have been big. Um, that would have been huge. The so surface of Gosford. The Sharks would have pushed the Raiders to 12 all. Um, so back, sorry, back to the um, lost my train of thought. The, you look at the stats, right, in the Warriors-Knights game, the completion rates, now I'm going to have to pull this up, the completion rates was 87% from the Warriors, 41 from 47, and 92% from the Knights, 35 from 38. Now, the Knights were missing, I, I laugh, but Kurtman is quite valuable to him. <clears throat> to their side. Ponga and maybe one other was quite a big out. And the Warriors, um, I guess relatively pretty famous recently for their high completion rates. Not yeah. a whole ton of errors, not a whole lot of miss missed tackles. Eight errors actually from the Warriors. That's where it was lost four. Um four to the Knights. Fuck I spouted yeah. my mouth out a lot this week about how many hat tackles did Peter Hickey miss? Oh, just want to be three. Bradman Best literally pulled his pants down and shat on Peter Hickey's chest. I wouldn't, mate, but he's a very good player. He is an excellent player. Um, I think Hickey is just, he has those moments that he does miss tackles. Bradman Best is just powerful. The Warriors really shouldn't have lost that game. They got themselves back into the grind, but it's a piece of brilliance, two pieces of brilliance from Bradman. Um, yeah. There are some very... Good centers starting to pop up in the game. I in think Katoni Staggs. Day, Harry, I'm not too. I'm not feeling too bad about that Knights performance. No, I think that, than- I think I was pretty hard on the Knights. Now, I don't think it does anything for me to suggest they are anything other than what they were last year, which is a good tenth place team that that at times are going to be in the game. But they're yeah, never gonna. They're, they're never gonna. Sh- they're never gonna really rocket rocket it. the comp. Fucking hell! Um, you need to get your head in the game here. They're never gonna I rock am, the comp, and the Knights, mate, I think, are well coached. There's a big game happening. Raiders. Fucking Mawini Hiroti's not very good, is he? No. Um, I don't feel any different about my football team. I think it was for me. It, w- it was a must win, and now I hear Chanel's potential broken foot. Oh, I heard that he's in a moon boot. Um, Jay Genoa, Jermaine Genoa Brown, potentially a couple of weeks. So the Warriors with Raiders Roosters to come, and I will be at the Roosters game. They're going to have to win one of those and be two and two to to be taken seriously this year. Do you agree about that? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I think we can. I think we can beat the Raiders. I agree. I think the Raiders are probably going to be one of those teams that's a little yes! bit of a slow slow starting team. Um, did you make much of the Titans-Broncos game? Uh, other than, oh, well, there was a bit of feel. I don't really watch it. I was in the pub with you, but it, there was a bit of feeling in it. Mm. And just, yeah, good to see you. Oh, my God, this is brilliant. Dugan is just getting attacked by the Raiders team. What, and what did he do? And what sense? Oh, my God. What sense? It was like, on one. Really? I Dugan just said something and they all just came at him. Has wow. he has do you think that there's an Adam me. Elliott story? Do you think there's an Adam Elliott story beneath it all? 
something. He shared it. It's his old club, isn't it? It is. Oh, We're sorry, here, dear Dugan. Game, but this is a good game of football. All right. Okay. I need. I need your. I need your concentration. Okay. Because this is. This is going to be. Um, I can't just have this for the rest of the, for the rest of the show. Right. What I wanted to talk carry about. Me, right? Seven minutes left in this game, but if this goes to golden point, I mean, we might as well pause it. Okay. Right, two two okay, rounds. Do you, do you want me to explain what happened? Nah, mate. Do you I don't. What happened? I don't need it. I don't need to. Okay. It's quite. Though. Two rounds in. Right. Do you feel any different about your predictions? Is there any team that you're like, oof, shouldn't have had them in the eight, should have potentially moved them down and brought someone else up? Manly. Yeah. Manly. Okay. Without Tom, they've played the Rabbitohs and the Roosters. I'm giving them two more weeks. Because Tom okay. Tom hasn't played yeah. yet. Um. Tom Turbo, yeah, he's, he's going to make a huge difference to that team. Um, oh, definitely. The only team from the team I didn't name in the eight, uh, and I just said that they wouldn't make it, but they're going to be at times difficult, and they might be in the eight as the Knights. I still don't think they'll make it. I still feel pretty pretty good about where I um, where I name my team. Joseph Suwali now as eighteen. They pretty much just changed the rules to fit him into the comp. Have you actually seen Suwali play yet? Yep. No, I played sort of as Patrick Crawford and also like he's really good, fast, tall, strong. Who's your comp? So who's got... your comp? What's who's that? the comp? Who's the comparable Harrison? player? Uh, probably Inglis. Wow. I was thinking about this, and do you think? When someone has such a hype around him, or he's just such a well-known player, and often I think maybe has something to do with the way that his last name is spelt, that people will start calling him by his first name, like Sonny, um, Joseph, Jason, Jason, and I think he's going to be referred to as Joseph. Um, Jerome Luai is starting to get a bit of Jerome buzz, isn't he? Um, yeah, yeah. Suwali though. It's probably the he's the most exciting youngster. Him and Simpkins from the Tigers, the two guys I most want to see run around in an NRL strip, and I hope it happens before round six. Um, and I think it well it has to happen for Simpkins and the Tigers with their performances. And Suwali, oh, surely he's that good that Robinson will play him. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well he'll just rotate those Morris boys. <laughs> he'll rotate those Morris boys, won't he? Claiming it, they're claiming it. What's the score? Raiders, uh, 12 6 Sharks. There's been like a melee, or the ball's been loose in the end goal, mm. and someone from the Sharks, I think it's Dugan, is claiming he's forced it, but the ref's gone up, so there's no try. Okay. Seven minutes to go. So you know that Trent is going to rotate um, your Morris brothers. He's probably going to rotate Teddy after Origin. So Suwali's at least, the over under on Suwali games, I think, is six and a half. And if he impresses. Uh, I mean, who's he stealing a spot yeah. from? He cannot, he cannot, outside of an injury, get into the Roosters team. That's how good they are, right? No matter how good he is, he cannot this year force his way in. Uh, I agree. Do you, he might even go, can you move any... Oh, you know what? This is a huge call, but you've heard it here first. Joey Manu might go to six. What? No, mate. Because today, did you watch the game? Yeah. Like, how Trent was using um, uh, Manu 
What about Lachlan Lamb? He looked all right from... I was watching it at the pub, and I, I quite liked what I saw from Lachlan Lamb. He looked, but, I mean, Joe, yeah, he looked good too, but Joe Manu was playing more... Hang on, this could be a try to... Uh, now, no, what on, uh, I am yeah, I hearing... It could be... What I'm hearing... I'm in, in the Chooks area is that uh, Ben Walker's boy... Shane Walker? What Walker's boy? Sam Walker. Whose boy is he? Yeah. Uh, ben. Ben's. Ben Walker's son yeah. is it's it's a matter of weeks before he takes Lachlan Lamb's job. He's he's a superstar in the making. He's very young, but he will be partnering um, Luke Carey very shortly. Do you know you Luke Carey has played one game of state football, and there's probably a good chance that he will finish career on one game of state football. Crazy, isn't it, for someone that good? Hey. Three tests? No, one? How many? T- two, two or three tests, I think. I remember the one test I remember is at Mount Smart, end of 2018, got knocked out early and we um, we cleaned them up. Um, Correct. Some some notes that I... Harry, just before you move on. Yeah. This is still being looked at by the bunker and the more they're looking at it, the more this is a uh, Sharky's try. Well, you just, let, you just keep me posted on that. Some notes that I made on the very forgettable Panthers-Dogs game, 28-0 Bankwest, was now Nathan Cleary, extremely good player, one of the best, if not the best halves in the game as we know it, probably outside of Munster, maybe Cleary, he's he's kind of up there. His kicking game was sublime, yeah. fantastic player. But I think that when they get into the red zone, he needs to play second fiddle to Jerome. That side with Jerome, Stephen Crichton, Kikau is just a fucking volcano waiting to go off every time it, um, every time they have it. And I feel like Nathan Cleary's holding onto the ball a little bit too long and he should play more distributor. Um, did you see much of that game and how much, like, Jerome Luai, back in the last season, the levels that he went to, He's unbelievable. Oh, he's great. And when you hear, like, the most sort of a, a half like Luai take, they almost, I'll say, they have to work a lot more harder to get the respect of the Australian public. Mm. But he's got it now. Oh. Um, common common Australian uh, league folk are now. They're cotton on to him, aren't they? So, the Panthers are the form team. No doubt. Team to... Oh, uh, hang on. And the Roosters. No, I think the Roosters are the form team. The footy that the Roosters are playing is, is just superior to anyone. It's... it's it's the, the moves that they were doing against the Tigers, and I guess we're going to skip straight there. The moves that they were doing against the Tigers... It was a training run. I mean, Campbelltown, it wasn't, it wasn't bloody dry, but fuck, they looked fresh. They looked so fast. The Morris boys, they just looked so crisp. And yes... Quite often what happens with these Roosters teams is they do have a lull in the middle of the season, but fuck me. They're, they're just, they could go on a six, nine, ten game run. And I don't know. They're looking as good as they have in the last four years. Extremely tough to beat. Um, 150 games for Luke Brooks. What, what is it? What is Luke Brooks's 150 games? What moments stick out to you? Well, the first game wasn't the first game, and then he, and then the next the rugby league week the week after was saying the next Joey. Mm-hmm. 
Like that is a, a huge mocker on you if ever there's going to be one, right? Oh, it was a curse. It um, was an SCG Saturday afternoon then, uh, against the Dragons. No, against the Bunnies. Yeah, against the Bunnies. No Tigers? Bunnies. Bunnies, sorry, yeah, yeah. Bunnies, yeah. It was Tiger Bunny. Um, and just his mates, the odd, uh, the odd break. And then I guess other than that, I just, I guess you remember his mediocrity and, and the battle for the big four and everyone going, well, Luke Brooks really isn't that big, so why are you talking about him? But Sharon Woods was in the big four. Sharon Woods is in the big four. Mate, Sharon Woods, but he's actually playing good footy at the moment. Yeah, if you, if you just reset your expectations. I think Luke Brooks now, yeah, yeah. I think he's gotten worse every single year he's played first grade. He's got worse. Now, there's an absolute outlier. I think it might have been 2018 where he finished third in the Daily M. 2018, wow. Maybe yeah, 2019. Let's not talk about that. Um, and I'm sure he won half back of the year. Yeah, yeah he did. That was the year he won half back of the yeah, year, he did. right? Yep. Wow. Oh, okay, so maybe that's a potential outlier. I, I feel like he is. He's now in the same breath as... Ash Taylor, like he's he's that laughable in terms of his contract and his status. No, but hold on a second. Ash Taylor hasn't played 150 games. Like 150 games, you've got to realise there's no more. There's no turning back. There's no. You are who you are. You are who you are, and the sort of performance he shows it today. I think you said it. It's a sunk cost fallacy. Are the Tigers trying to? Are the Tigers? Yeah, why do they keep persevering with them? You you just have to run a football team and put your best team on the park. You've got to forget about the contracts because the Tigers are no stranger to that. They put Josh Reynolds in reserve grade for two years after paying him 850 grand a year. The Tigers should have a halves combination of Adam Dewey and Benji Marshall this year. The way that Benji Marshall still looks for Souths (laughs) and what Luke Brooks looks like right now, they're just fucking night and day. Luke Brooks, I mean, they they had moments today in the first half and they had huge momentum and then he just brooks them. He just did a couple of kicks that just went so far dead. Like just, they had such momentum and he kicks the ball so far dead. It's just like then, punching oh, you in the guts. All confidence that he, um, he started just running it on the last. Oh, <laughs> like, I mean, I mean, did you know what summed up his career beautifully is what? that they had... What do you call it when you run out of a tunnel and there's like a big Luke Brooks, big poster that you usually run through? Uh, yeah, I know what you mean. He, uh, he, he ran into it and he couldn't break the paper. So he ran uh, into it and stopped. He couldn't do it. So he had to run outside of it. And he laughed it off. Yeah, but that is just literally, that is that is the metaphor for Luke Brooks's career. Um, yeah. An unbelievable oh, yeah. waste of waste of money. Um, just really quickly, anything that you saw, Rabbitohs, Eagles? Uh, again, 5.30 game, tough to watch. Um, just Latrell. Um, mm. it, uh, the people like you that were sort of some of his biggest detractors prepared to say that he's going to be... Hang on. No. I, I have never been a Latrell detractor. Uh, you have said on the show that I'd say 2017, you'd say, oh, I could see in three, two or three years he's not on the NRL. Yeah, that the, and he's still he's always got that in his game. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, you know, okay, yeah, right. But I mean, 
he's proved you wrong a little bit, hasn't he? I think he's proved me wrong that he... But, I mean, I called it, and that year he got dropped like two weeks later. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, but since that initial moment of, like, that was when the hysteria was going, and I said, look, Latrell, Latrell's got a bit of, you know, up and down in him. But right yeah, yeah. now, he's... Um, that the Roosters, that the Roosters mm. franchise that evens out, right? Mm. Yep. And I think the South one does too, actually. Cody Walker's an incredible player, isn't he? You're watching the game. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. Okay, that's it. Raiders won. Far out the Sharks should have won that so easily. Why do you um, want the Sharks to win up. so much? What's that? Why do you want the Sharks to win so much? Just, oh, hang on, they're doing it. Oh, this challenge isn't cool. Uh, why do I love them? Just because I just hate the Raiders. Really? I think they're arrogant. Like, they, they haven't won anything since 1994, and they think they're the best team since sliced bread. No, I, I think Raiders fans, we've been on record here, mate, and, and I think you, you, don't, you don't even believe that. Raiders fans are the fucking best. I love Raiders fans. I've been one in... No, but why are they so arrogant about their team? They're not. They, they just love their fucking team. No. Yeah, I know. I just dislike the Raiders because some of their supporters have given my, me grief about my team. Well, it's fuck, everyone gives us game. grief. Like, if it's that recent... I mean, if it was played in three weeks, I might be going for the Raiders, but one of the Raiders supporters gave me grief tonight and I'm going to... I hope his team loses. Okay. Uh, was it was it Jade Graham's two fiftieth as well? Yeah. Fuck, he's knocked that up quickly, hasn't he? No, he hasn't. He debuted I, in two thousand eight. I watched his debut as a schoolboy, five eight for the Panthers. I remember that well. Well, two thousand eight, he should be. Oh, actually, Smith got to four hundred, but he had a lot of injuries, right? Yeah, Gra- Graham has had has so been affected by injuries. Yep. How he's a thirty one. Hmm? Is only thirty, maybe thirty-one. He probably should have, probably could have played a three ten by now, couldn't he? Yeah, I think he could have without the injuries. He had a lot of knee problems and stuff, right? Yeah, I'm hearing a few people say first coach fight of the year, Todd Payton. Now I'm not sure if they just winding me up because I think I have said too many times how much I love Todd Payton. But this okay. Cowboys Re-hurry. side, Re-hurry. yeah. I know this is my podcast, but I have to explain to you what's happened here in this game. Yes. And I think the, the, the listeners will appreciate it. Okay. Okay. The Sharks are down 12 tinkers. Townsend missed the conversion to draw it. Mm. They got an attack. Some beautiful second man's plays. Bubba Kennedy went to the sideline, threw it back into uh, Molly Tarlow, who's got, who the rest just said he's knocked it on. But they've challenged it. They've seen it as a strip by the Raiders. Mm. And now. 40, no time left on the clock. Townsend's got a kick from five metres in from the sideline mm-hmm. to take it to Golden Point. And he's missed. He's kicked fucking poorly tonight. So he's missed it. No, no, no. It's 31 seconds to go, and I don't know yet, but uh, I'll let you, you keep going. I'll let you know. No, well, I can't. I'm, you're going to interrupt me, but you're going to scream out. Okay, okay. Do you want me to commentate this? this is, Bring it back. So Townsend's lining up. 18 seconds left on the clock. We're now looking at John Morris. He kicks this, we go to golden point. He's kicked poorly, here he comes. He's approaching the ball. He hits it poorly and he's missed it. Far out, he's kicked Is Townsend a goal kicker? He has been in his career. Fuck, that is just, you can't turn up to an NRL game and he's crying. Far out. Actually crying? Yeah. And all the boys are coming around, hugging him in there. Fuck. Okay. 
hard luck Sharks fans. So, Peyton, right? There's something just blatantly obvious that he needs to do with his team. I mean, blind fucking Freddy can tell you. You've got to put Valentine Holmes at fullback. You've got to put Scott Drinkwater at the sixth jersey with Morgan in the halves. Jake Clifford. Oh, I'm so blind. They just kicked a two-point field goal. What? Holy. Wow, it's actually worked. Really? Oh, my God. Really? Jesus. This, what a stupid rule. Really? Nah, I'm just bantering. Oh, that's shit. Um, <laughs> you've made a mockery of this. I mean, I'm going to get. I'm going to be fielding emails and calls no, no, all week. Okay, Todd hey? Payton, does, does he know how to handle the Polynesian culture? Oh, fuck the Polynesian culture. It's not that. He just is playing Valentine Holmes on the wing. Thibaut, uh, how, I can't remember how to say his last name. He's playing in the centres. I mean, he's a winger. He's playing drink water at fullback. He's got to play in the halves. And Jake Clifford, like, who ever thought that Jake Clifford, his kicking game was just rotten, and they should never lose to the Dragons at home. I know they are just a. They've got. They've got you have so much faith in Payton to turn it around. No, look, I, I don't see them finishing in the top eight, in the top ten. I just think. But there's top, some people think he won't last the season. Yeah, I just think that's ridiculous. What are you expecting from him? Like, who is? Not even the heartiest of Cowboys fans are looking at their roster going, we should make the eight. Yeah, I know, but you're round two. You're after round two. What, you're going to keep turning up at Queensland Country Bank Stadium to watch that each week or every second week? It's got to get better. Yeah. But but there's... You, you, Holmes is going has, to be chiming in. Has ever been a Warriors fan been that bad? Pardon? Yeah, it has when we nearly... Went bust, I guess. But I'm just trying to think. They're in a for a tough time. Those Cowboys fans. Oh yeah, yeah. There's there's going to be some tough years dished out this year from the league gods. Um, looking ahead to next week. Now, fuck me sideways. Grand final replay, Thursday night footy, Panthers Storm, at Panthers Stadium out in Penrith. Now, the, the floods are so fucking bad out there. They're saying it's the worst since 1961. They had very bad floods out there, as I was listening to the radio today. That is just a blockbuster. And then it's followed up by the pub game on Friday out at Wynn Stadium. Dragons, Sea Eagles. Oof. It's a tough one. Uh... Then you've got the biggest rivalry in rugby league, Rabbitohs Roosters, late Friday. Wow. And that is to be a good game of football. Oh, that's league. Um, down in our nation's where, capital. Where, where are they playing that, Harry? That is Stadium Australia, the Rabbitohs home game. Um, Raiders Warriors at GIO. Saturday, 3 p.m. Oh, that's gorgeous. And then you've got, oh, fuck, the, the 0-2 teams, Broncos, Bulldogs, Eels, yeah, Sharks. Knights, Knights, Tigers. Sharks can beat the Eels. Yeah, not bad. You'd expect the power to get over the top of them. Knights, Tigers. Knights could legitimately go to 3-0. and Tigers could be on 3. Yep. Cowboys hosting the Titans. Cowboys also could be 0-3. And that's Sunday night. Sunday at 6.15. Wow. That's a rotten game to finish the fucking round on, isn't it? 
all the de- uh, the doomsayers saying that the league's got massive uh, inequality and all that. Well, there's a lot of good games next week. There, there's a lot of good games next week, and there is every week. Well, there's also some like okay, there's also okay. We've got Broncos Bulldogs next week. You've got the Cowboys Titans next week. Yeah, no, but they've still got some interest, don't they? Especially this early in the season. Mate, it's fucking rugby league courses interest and all of that. I'm just yeah. the, the the player pool isn't isn't brimming, you know. It's not yeah. fizzing over. Yeah, I tend to agree. Um. So over the Easter break, and next week, the week after that is Easter. You should probably. Oh yeah, you will have on Good Friday for you, eight o'clock. You've got the Broncos come into the storm. And the yeah, but I might to do that weekend, so I might do a mini voodoo. Oh, do you want to come to the um, Warriors with me on Easter Sunday? Yeah, yeah, well, I'll definitely, if I'm there, I'll definitely be Sydney going. Cricket Ground, 6.15, yep. I'll be there. How good's that? Will they serve alcohol on Easter Sunday? At the members, of course. You need, now, you need to get a league pass for that. Yep, no doubt. I'll, if I, if I can, I'll let you know, and it'll be. I want to get at least four games in. Yep. Okay. Good stuff. Well, you need to get that ulcer of yours fixed, and and I'm going to have to make a mental note. No more Sunday afternoon shows in the middle of a game. I think you, you've officially. Yeah, I don't know. I, I listen to the listeners, and I mean, I've got a right to watch the game, don't I, during the show? Yeah, you do, mate. But I just felt like your attention wasn't with me. It was a quite a close game. I have no doubt. I know. Yeah, just... Do you want to know the do you want to know the final score in our fantasy? Um, I've I've basically thumped you in the end, six forty nine to five seven six, and big performances from me from Hudson Young, Papali, Rudolph, Tapanay, Braley. They all they all turned up. Um, wow. So you're zero and two, and I'm feeling a little bit better. Brown Jesus went down for me this week, so Hudson Young's come in and. Hudson Young's going to play state football this year, isn't he? Probably with no corn dinner. Yeah. I mean, corn dinner, Frizzell, probably. Oof. I mean, if if Manly keep going rubbish, Jake Turbo, as much as I love him, he could find himself yeah, yeah. not playing state footy, couldn't he? Mm. Ah, I'd always pick like- him. I'd always pick him. Yeah, so like Brad McCoy, right? He played in some shit St. George teams. They picked them. <laughs> yeah, there's. I, I used to love those guys that were like you'd never see because like we only used to watch like a couple of games yeah, yeah. a week, so you'd never what see them. They'd always play Origin every year. Tim I remember. Bradshaw? Yeah, Steve Jackson. Who's Raiders, wasn't he? Yeah, he used to play a bit for Queensland and Mike McLaughlin from the Gold Coast. Mike McLennan. Mike McLennan. <laughs> No, no, Mike McLennan's a New Zealand Kiwi. There was a, there's a Mike McLennan who played for the Gold Coast and he used to play a bit for Queensland. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I might be fucking that name up. I'm pretty sure it's Mike McLennan. Um, who, yeah, Brash is a good one because you didn't see a lot of Brash back then, Wishart did you? Wishart as well. Hmm? Wishart. Wishart. Yeah, Wishart. And then you had like... Uh, Chris McKenna. maybe. Hmm? Bang Mac. Oh, I think we. I think you, you saw enough of Lane Mac for Wests. 
What's your thoughts? Now, did the, I want to finish on this because I've seen too much love for the guy. But Matt Nagel, Nagel, his his pre-match um, carry on, love it or hate it? Love it. Really? Oh, I just, look, I might love it. I, I think I love it just because it keeps him away from the commentary box. Yeah, he was he was calling games three years ago, wasn't he? Oh, and they were horrific. Fuck, they were bad. I mean, you know why he's got the gig, right? Yeah, he's met his mate. Yeah. I mean, we have got some great callers in our game. I just feel like, Rabs, do yourself a favour, mate, and just, just watch some Channel 9 games soon because I think I think it could be Rabs' last season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was he today? I didn't watch it today. I, had, um, I was at the pub, so I didn't really have commentary on. Um, yeah, I don't think he was actually because I did switch over to it and it was like Matt Thompson, I think. Matt Thompson, I've actually had a few schooners with him before. Yeah, no, and he told you some stories about Andy Raymond. We probably shouldn't share. <laughs> <him>. <laughs> he did. He looked me dead in the eye and said, "Really?" Yeah, he looked me dead in the eye and said, "I'm not going to talk about this." Where there's smoke, there's fire. Because Raymond doesn't get enough uh, ear time now, as he should. Yeah, I think Raymond's done some things. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Um, okay. Um, what about that song you heard during the week? Oh, fuck on, I fucking hell. So one of our listeners, one of the great men, one of the great Kiwi League supporters, uh, Bugs Burrows, he said, have you heard the Momorowski song? And I was like, no. And you're like, no. And then he sent it through. And you had no idea what he was um, what he was talking about, and you're like, that's shit. And I was like, I was like, fuck. I was like, l- legitimately lolling. And I was wondering if I was just me, maybe I was just like, fuck, I just got it wrong. And so it's sung to the tune of Wagon Wheel, uh, by Old Crow Medicine Show. So it's rock me, <laughs> rock me mama like a wagon wheel, rock me mama any way you feel. Hey, Mama Rafsky. So fuck! I just want the I want the Panthers they Friday to night to be up over the storm, and I want I want the banks of Penrith Park on the hill behind the post to be singing that. And they need to be they need to be the PA guys at Penrith Stadium need to be getting that song and handing out song sheets like the Barmy Army would because it's too good. Exactly, uh, and that would be add some real weight because it'll, it'll surely be a full house on that at Penrith this week. Fucking hope so. I hope the only thing stopping it's going to be the flooding. But the weather's surely going to clear up by then, right? I think they're getting a few more days of it. Jeez, there might be a few buckets around to put some gold coins in for the Glenbrook Glenbrook Lawn Association. Quote, yeah, I think they're doing it tough out there. That um, there's been a lot of um, there's bloody. I mean, Taree, where trails from? There's there's houses going down the river. Wow, you see that? No, I haven't. But I mean, that usually happens when it floods. Google it. Oh well, well, I'll just use SMH based. All right. Okay. On that note, we will call it a night. You've got a lovely league. league. If he leaves me now, it takes away the biggest part of me. Ooh, no man.
takes away the beat.